Oh, wait, you didn't count down. That's okay. Keep going. We can edit it out. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussion. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Karate Kid. Pay respect and homage, Mister. Just hang on. Konnichiwa. That's Chinese, dude. You're a Japanese. Oh, I don't know. I'm American. That's something every Dodger fan is going to have to learn over the next 10 years. Um, so, screws. Um, I'm, a, I'm a screw. He's a screw. I'm one. He's one. That's two. Two loose screws. I mentioned we're loose, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the Two Loose Screws podcast. I am Chris, and that is Sean over there. I think I just put him to sleep with the, the Japanese national anthem. I say konnichiwa, and you tell me it's Chinese, it's Japanese for good day. I barely know English. You know what I mean? 
Like, I barely know English. <laughs> uh, so why, oh, why are we opening up our show with homage to, um, to, to Japanese culture and Japanese music? Because you've been watching Karate Kid. Yeah, but he was from Okinawa. Japan. Okinawa is part of Japan? Yes. Oh. You're, you, you know what? The profile picture on my Netflix is Mr. Miyagi. My profile picture. So, okay. I've been preparing the last <laughs> 40-something years for this moment. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> um, we, We'll get back to that. I think everybody's figured out what's going on. But before we talk in exhaustion about one Shohei Otani. Who's that? I mean, he's a professional wrestler with AEW. That's how I don't know him. <laughs> what, um, we do have a couple samplings, and you know, we did try something before we went on the air. We can talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what is this you have in front of us? I'm going to scoop my chair up. Well, are we just going to dive right in? This? Yeah, we'll get, you know, what Let's is it? it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, God. So, all right. So we've got the, uh, the, the mic's like six feet off your face. I know. I know. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> uh, you know, got to got to prepare the meal because, you know, uh, anyway. <laughs> this is a meal that has a plastic cellophane wrap that was glued on. That's right. Bowl. Is this a Stouffer's meal? <laughs> no. Is this a Marie Callender's pot pie? It is not. Banquet? No, sir. Walmart. Nope. What 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 have you before us? So uh, what we have here is a slow roasted braised beef with potatoes. That is that's in one. Uh, that's in the red wine sauce, by the way. This is a red wine. <sighs> okay, sauce. you just said slow roasted, slow roasted braised beef, braised beef with red wine sauce in red wine sauce with this looks some like potatoes. A, okay, this looks like a TV meal. Yeah, but give it a give it a go. Yeah. Mix around a little bit. Make sure everything's nice and copacetic here. There you go. Yeah, grab. Well, like Texas Pete says on TikTok, you got to make sure it's incorporated. All right. Go ahead and uh, give it a go. Get a, a piece of beef in there. Got a piece of beef. And uh, put a potato. Yeah, grab a tater. Okay. Thing's still smoking, smothered around in that juice. Yeah, absolutely. All right, here we go. And give that a go. Well, that thing is smoking. There you go. It's toasty. Here, I'm just going to do this for a second. No, I... It's dancing. All right. Here we go. Hot. Hot. Uh, I think you said hut. Uh, are, hot. We, are we playing football? Blue 42. Hot, hot, hot. It's fucking hot. Blue 42. Omaha. <laughs> you cook that on the sun? <laughs> no. Just a few minutes in the... <laughs> In the melting square. Oh. The heater upper monster. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. 
I didn't taste much of the potato because it almost killed me. But um, I, I want to try the potato again. Beef is real tender. It tastes... That could pass for homemade roast. Yes. It could pass. That sauce is on point. The sauce is absolutely on point. Um, the potato, I need to give it a minute. <laughs> I need to give that a second. Well, you... Yeah, okay. Okay. All right, what is, what is this? So this here, uh, you're going to want to just kind of... That is a crispy pastry, is it not? And this uh, this here that is unlike was made in said microwave. How did you get it to crisp like that in the freaking microwave? Uh, yep, that's that's news. What kind of freaking? But don't, don't just fold that over. No, I got to pick a couple things out. No, 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 you yeah. got no. Just a couple things there. Oh Jesus! All right, got just, I I got most of it. There, you see? Are you happy? There's stuff in there that I don't eat, but I grabbed it. This one doesn't look to be as piping hot, but it's still very warm. Yes. I'm in awe by this. Pastry. Yeah. On top. It's a pot pie. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> You're going in for number two already. There's, there's no hesitation. Well, the bottom line is it's a TV mill, so this going in for number two is probably going to send me to number two. Uh, you might be surprised about that, actually. Flavors are there. Meat is definitely processed. Yeah. That does not taste as homemade. It tastes like a microwave chicken. Sure. But the flavors around it are good. That may be the best job anybody ever did on a pastry. There's some kind of a patented chemical formula that makes it crisp up like that. I got to get one more here of that. I mean, if you really like it, you can have it. I got another one. No. I want to go back to the braised beef. And I think I want to use my spoon on the braised beef because I can get more juice in the spoon than I can on the pork. Can, for sure. All right, here we go. I'm going to try a potato by itself. Man, that sauce even smells delicious. Blow on it a little bit. Skill. All right. That potato did not kill me. That's a good potato. It yeah. um, does not taste instant. Get some of this in here. Some of that there sauce. Here we go. These are potato wedges. It's not uh, French fries. It's not hash brown or anything like that. These are potato wedges. Get up here. Maybe the spoon was a mistake. Here we go. Damn. I was um. I was not looking forward to this. I wasn't excited about it. I was almost dreading it. Really? Yeah. The pot pie, I like the pastry. The insides are okay. Um, flavor's there, but just yeah. like the... 
the texture is of like a frozen pot pie. But uh, that pastry is really good. This braised beef is ridiculous. I mean ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, uh, a spot check because, um, yeah, I think, I don't know if Michael eats mushrooms or not, but he can pick those out. I think Michael would dig this. He's about as picky as I am with stuff. Might have to send him a picture of the box. Where'd you get it? What is it? Who did it? Who done it? So the this is Gordon Ramsay frozen food. Frozen food. And I picked it up at Walmart. Just under six bucks per little bowl that you got here. Um I'd pay six bucks for this. Easy. Easily. Easy. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm eating it all. <laughs> no, help yourself. I've you saw my freezer. It's half filled with this shit. You gotta get a little bit you gotta get in on that. This is all I've been eating for three weeks. I can't get over it. I'm not I'm not kidding. I forgot we were recording for a second. <laughs> so the pot pie, I, I love it. It's I mean, insane. And you can bake it or put it in the microwave. I just do microwave for convenience quick and fast. Have you ever done it in the oven? No, but in the oven, it's 45 minutes. You got to try it in the oven. I have to. But my problem is when it comes to food, I'm not patient, right? Unless I'm making it myself. So it's got to be one of those things where I have plenty of time and I can just kind of put it in there and forget about it. Because, I mean, like this, that's just microwave. I tried the fish and chips. Okay, so we did the braised beef today. We did the pot pie, chicken pot pie. Two of my favorites. Um, the other one, you're like dreading, but... I am dreading it. It's, it's... I love shepherd's pie. I love a lamb chop, but if I'm picturing, like... Lamb is one of those things because it can be kind of gamey. If you're going to give me minced lamb, I don't know that I want it frozen and processed. Hold that thought. Because I'm, I, I, I want to make it now <laughs> and have you try it. But we've already had something else, so we'll save that for another time. But what I think we'll do for the next one. Bake that some gun. Well, no, I'm, we won't do this. We'll, we'll do that later. We'll make this again maybe in a few weeks. But I think what we'll do next week is we'll do the... Um, shepherd of the Sea. We'll do the Shepherd's <laughs> Pie. And then I'll get the Lemon Chicken with Capers. We'll make that one too. What is a caper? They're little freaking... Like a pearl onion? That's not an onion. I don't know. Um, it only had a couple of it, a couple of them in there last time. But the the lemon chicken was crazy. Okay. And then that comes with, I think, potatoes and broccoli. All right. Well, I'll save so you the broccoli. I'll. Yeah. I mean, they're small. Just anyway. Eat the damn thing. It's right? worth trying. One. No, I'll, I I like lemon chicken. I'll try it. So yeah, we'll we'll try that next week. I just what I mean, 
No, the braised beef is bucks, good. You can't yeah. beat it. The braised beef is good because there's this one thing that I get. Um, Save the life of me, I couldn't uh, armor. Maybe I think armor makes it. It's uh, it's like a pot roast, and you know you get it. It's not frozen. It's you know, but it's in like the the cold section. Like it fries where like the pickles and like the hot dogs and the sausage is. They do like a meatloaf, a shredded chicken, things like that. Ever since, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but ever since you and I had this one particular trip, when I hear pot roast, it brings me to a different place. Brings me back to our trip. Pot roast sandwich. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh-huh. We got to revisit that a little bit. We just did it in fast forward. <laughs> Because, like, the, the first time we were out there, we, we, we were out there for a week. We took our time. And then we hit the road, and we took our time on the road. This last time, like, flew in, went fast forward, got as much fun stuff that we wanted to revisit done, wake up the next morning, hit the road with the anticipation this would take a couple days and winds up taking 15 hours. I still think about that trip sometimes. We may... We, if we look at my truck, I'm well, pretty sure that there's what? no. I'm I, I can't because I'm full. It's so good. I'll take another bite. <laughs> All right. Okay, I can't, but I will. One more. One more roast. One more potato. Here. Oh, go for it. Dear God, man. Last one. I swear. Doesn't have to be. Uh, but it will be. That sauce. Like the. The meat's meat. It's just it's it's a good quality frozen meat. The potato, I mean, it's okay. Eat them by themselves. It's like whatever. But that sauce, man, that sauce is on point. It does you in. Yep. Mmm. Dang. See, I love the pop high. I think the the flavor of this pop high is better than any one that I've had. Oh, totally. Because I, I'll get them recounters pot pie every now and again. Ten times better. But that the way they got that thing crispy on top, but it's not stale. Right. Like it. It's almost <laughs> like it's a croissant. No, they nailed it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> well, right. You got to say it like Gordon. Not a croissant. It's a what? Croissant. Oh, I was gonna say a shit sandwich, but I guess that's not where we were going. <laughs> Get out of here, you donkey! Ah, all right. Well, we just spent eighteen minutes, basically, and we're, and we're still not done. Um, maybe with food, but there's what what, what you got going on over there? Uh, I got two side by side old fashions, and I'm trying to decide which one I like better. Which we know which one I like better. It's this one. Ah, ooh, and it's even better now. Uh-huh. But then gotta, I go back to this one, which you can tell this one I've been drinking first. Yes. Because, I, you know. Because that one's lighter. Yeah. Oh, man. They're, they're both fantastic. And we sampled a, uh, I, I don't know what you call it, a lemon martini? Uh, I call it the lemon cheesecake martini, but. That was pretty good. Um, 
That's not a, you know, I wouldn't drink that every day. I wouldn't go out of my way to drink it. As I told you, I've been drinking it every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a dessert. Like to me, that's a, that's a dessert. It is. Um, and, it's, and it's pretty heavy. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't a big one. Skim. <laughs> but, uh, um, God, this, this is a skim too. My wife would have loved the, loved the big one. Oh my! There's no way coming back from this conversation. Well, she likes lemon, and she likes things that, if if she's gonna have a drink, she doesn't want to taste alcohol. She would just assume not have anything alcohol in it whatsoever. But when she does indulge in a drink, you know, like an amaretto stone sour, or like a you know, disarone and orange juice, which is you know almost the same thing as a stone sour. Something like that, you know, the, those coconut tequila shooters that you made that one time with the orange, very yeah. smooth, very mellow. Ironically enough, a tequila that doesn't taste like tequila. <laughs> she likes that, and I think this would be something that would be it'd probably be her favorite of everything I just mentioned. That would probably go to the top. But um, one of these days, I'm gonna bring a rag, and I'm gonna ask her if it smells like chloroform. <laughs> Sorry, just oh boy, came out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, I'll bite. Why? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know where you're getting that. But I'm <laughs> oh god! <laughs> she says it all the time to all the people in the world. Like if she'll. Talk about the podcast. Yeah, she does it. You know, she still calls you her brother-in-law. Well, technically, I still am. Yeah, but ten years from now, she's still going to say the same thing. But she she says these stories like, "Oh, I've known him so long. He's like my real brother." And she acts like it sometimes. She'll she'll pick and poke at you because she's comfortable around you, mm-hmm. and you know, like you're a real brother. And then you will do things to her like. Hey, smell this. Which is what brothers do to sisters. Yeah, uh, she's very much a sister. <laughs> oh, boy. Chloroform. <laughs> okay. Let let the record state. <laughs> um, your kids were poking at her earlier to... Uh, convince you to get an elf from the shelf not gonna happen well she's now made it part of her her everyday journey in this life there's yeah. gonna be an elf in this house i would say within the next week uh that elf will somehow run away scared <laughs> or or it'll accidentally drown in the fish tank something will happen and it'll be catastrophic and it'll be horrible and then eventually snoop on a stoop is gonna show up <laughs> oh god snoop on a stoop <laughs> so you you don't like the elf on the shelf so um do, do we go do we go there we can go there i can edit it if you go too far um all right so elf on the shelf i thought was the greatest thing ever and um with my family we Someone had gotten us one, and my kids loved him and called him Buddy. And, of course, we went 
the whole fun route, right? And he did some crazy stuff. <laughs> I mean, no, crazy. Like traversing through a living room from a second story. Like he did some crazy stuff. So he was the Sean of Elves. He was fun. He was really fun. And then one day a female elf showed up next to him. <laughs> and I was like, what? That's not, it's not husband and wife elf on a shelf. It's elf on a shelf, right? And now you got elves in a house. Now there's Buddy and Candy. Right? Candy, she's a Candy, right. Who named her? I don't know. But now there's this relationship, right? And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> because then a bear showed up and, oh, the bear is their, it's their teddy bear. Next thing you know, a ring shows up on Candy's. And I'm like, yeah, done. Sorry. No mas. <laughs> and I was done. And I refused. Refused to do anything. So um, is it because the elf was female or is it because of elf was male and a female and because it was male and a female and in my opinion it should be one or the other right not both it's we're not creating a storyline and elf is supposed to be there watching your children and reporting back to Santa that's the idea and in the meantime that elf might be a little mischievous and do some things Right. Oh, yeah. And I think that's that's the goal. But now it turned into days of our lives <laughs> with elves. There's there's a plot. Right. And there, I'm like there's twist. What the no. Uh-uh. No. <whistles> Done. <laughs> yeah. I, I cut the cord on that one right away. Okay, so let's go back to just when it was you and Buddy. That was fine. What's some of the craziest shit that Buddy did? You know, I bet I have pictures. You, you're gonna have to give me some time on this, because I'll tell you some of the things that uh, I don't. I don't remember. I think one of them's name is Bob. We have two of them at my house, Bob and uh, I don't know, but they're both dudes. Why? Why? Why is this? Why? Why two? I don't know because one is not good enough. I. I two elves just showed up at my at my house in 2012. Two. One, one, it was two. So I, I've never known one. But they're both dudes. One of them, he does exactly that. He, you know, he watches over the kids. He reports back to Santa. He'll go to different rooms. He, he uh, doesn't get too crazy. The other one's a little bastard. Let me tell you what this fucker does. Why does this sound like your cats? <laughs> That'd be <bits. laughs> Ugh. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Bella is a lady. What? Yeah, I'm just saying. That this is what I'm hearing. Oh, Bella is a lady. And she's allowed to be there. Binks was smuggled in by Jonathan. Then Jonathan moved out a couple years ago. And Binks didn't move out with him. He just kind of stayed. Binks is a little fucker. Um, anyway. So much for cleaning up the language, right? <laughs> uh I forget. I think Bob is the little bastard. 
and I don't, I forget the uh, the other one's name. Um, I'm gonna text Mrs. Andrews and find out because it's bothering me. Here we go. Our elves' names? Question mark. Wow. There we go. So, let me tell you what this guy gets away with. He likes to stare at my wife in the shower. Whoa. Uh, excuse me? Oh, yeah. He just plants himself in the shower and just stares down. Uh, he's planted himself in the toilet before where, you know, when she goes into the little toilet closet, closes the door, he's just hanging on the door, just staring at her. He's done that. Oh, my. Um, sometimes he ends up on the nightstand just staring at her while she sleeps. I think he's stalking her. Personally, he's a little pervert. That's something. Yeah, like, you know. That that's only recent development, so like in the past couple of years. But like before then, he always did some weird stuff. He he wrapped our toilet one time in wrapping paper, and then he completely emptied the toilet paper roll all over the bathroom floor. He took the toilet paper roll empty, put a couple pieces of string on it, and he made a swing in the bathroom. I don't know how you remember all this stuff. I can't remember half of what happened. Sure, my kids could tell you thousands of stories. Him, him, and the good elf—they played Scrabble in my house before. And like, well, the good elf—he'll use appropriate Christmas words, but he likes to spell things like fart and poop and dummy, and you know, he—he's—he's he's mischievous. I believe, um, Buddy, the one elf that we had, did tie up a Barbie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, another time, I think he took her for a ride in the car. Her car, of course. Um, I know he did a traverse where we had this two-story family room. And he went from the second story, like, down to the first story. But he was stuck in the middle. <laughs> so you had to help him off huh well i mean the kids no we're not allowed to touch him because neither are the kids because if you touch them then they don't move for a day mm. that was uh they lose their magic yeah what else has this guy done i think bob may be the bastard i forget what um the the other one's name is we're just gonna call him elf um Bob has, he's made a sauna out of marshmallows before, not a sauna, a spa, like a hot tub. He made a spa hot tub thing. You know, he, he had himself a little spa day in my, in Nicole's bathroom, filled her sink up with marshmallows. I think we, ours did the same. Yeah. A little punk. Um, he, he squirted chocolate syrup in the sink and bent his butt towards it to make it look like he pooed. Mm. That was rude. I think ours pooped the Hershey's Kiss. I think ours has done that too. Mm -hmm. I think our elves co co inspire sometimes. Um, mine did the kissing booth too. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I remember that. No, um, Bob could be quite messy, quite messy. He he he's been known to to make a mess or two. Oh, Snow angels and powdered sugar. That was another one. Well. One time, 
Bob had positioned himself to make it look like he was um he was ingesting the powdered sugar. But on his knees? No, he um was it on a mirror? Yeah. Yeah. So he lost his magic for a day that time. I don't th- I think Mrs. Andrews was very upset with him. <laughs> and uh he wasn't allowed to 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 play for a day. So he got the day off. Um but when he came back, I think he was in my gumball machine. He goes mm. in my fridge. That was another thing. Mine was working out once. Yeah? Mhm. The weights were a toothpick with uh marshmallows. Oh, far out. Yeah. He gathered up all the stuffed animals in the house one time, and he put them on the couch and positioned them in such a way I couldn't sit on the couch. And he was, uh, you know, I think he was just trying to corral everybody and get them to rebel against the the, the grown-ups. But I tell you what, I had to watch TV in my bedroom that night with my wife, so I think I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think Steph may have wrote a note to to Bob and be like, "Hey, I want to I want to hang out with my husband tonight. You think you could, you guys can take over the living room?" I think that happened. Did she ask you how chloroform smells? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so your your kids were hitting her up earlier. We were we were obviously over earlier before I took her back home. They um, they've been complaining. Like crazy that I need an elf. And I said, no. Well, Why they, should I have an elf here when you have two of them with your mom? Yeah, well, they asked their Auntie Steffi if she could write a nice letter to Santa. And if Santa would send one of his elves to Daddy's house. Well, I hope nothing happens to him. Yeah, well, I don't know. Santa and Steph are pretty close. <laughs> um, you know, I, I know my rat rod accidentally sometimes the door flies open <laughs> if it's not closed correctly. And uh, I mean, maybe I'll take him for a ride <laughs> and he might just happen. The door might just swing out. And I mean, I'd hate for that to happen, but, you know, yeah. it's a possibility. Anyway. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I think you are picking up what I'm putting down <laughs> too. <laughs> she she does not think it. She how I, she believes that if she does write Santa, and Santa does grant this request, she believes that no harm will come of said elf. She truly believes that. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I do have a dog that likes to play with stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> and and Griffin, when he does it, he whips his neck pretty, pretty hard. So I, I, I hope that this elf at least stays out of Griffin's way. But if somehow that happens, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I can only imagine some of the the fun <laughs> that this elf is going to be put through. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Sir, why are we opening the show with the Japanese national anthem? Um, uh, it's not Karate Kid. It's not Mr. Miyagi. Son of a gun. We're going there. 
Yeah, I think we're going to park it here for, for a minute. Might even end it here. Um, there's a lot to unfold. So this past week, I cried like a baby in the fetal position. Um, kind of like when Ace Ventura realized that. <laughs> do, do I keep going? You might as well. I'm not editing a fucking thing. Okay. <laughs> when Ace Ventura realized that wasn't a gun in her hip. And <laughs> he needed to take a shower and he cried. He cried so hard in, in the fetal position in the tub. I, I That was me. Laces out, Dan. That, that was me, yeah. Finkel and Einhorn. Einhorn and Finkel. Um, but instead of Finkel and Einhorn, it was Dodgers and Cubs. <laughs> Cubs and Dodgers. Well, Giants and, were in there, too. So right, then Jays. it was Giants, then it was Blue Jays, and then then it was just Dodgers, and I cried. Well, come to find out, and I read this, and it was speculated, but it's being kind of reported that somebody from Otani's camp leaked information on purpose on Friday to make people think that he was on an airplane heading to Toronto, when the fact is he already had his meeting with Toronto. But people believed, and it was reported by a lot of outlets, that he's signing with the Blue Jays. Come to find out, it was Otani's crew just trolling because they wanted... Otani wanted to be the one to spread the news about where he signed. Yeah. He didn't want anybody to break it. And so Friday, people were reporting he's signing with the Blue Jays. They even said that he was on a plane that he wasn't even on. But I think it wouldn't surprise me if it comes out that they actually chartered a jet <laughs> and sent it there with some of his crew <laughs> to Toronto just to get people to talk. Because it seems like he's just gone out of his way to keep everything private. And Robert's kind of let the beans spill in you know Nashville that they were aggressively going to seek him. Obviously, it wasn't enough to upset Otani, but it may have triggered him to, okay, we got to troll these guys and make them think I'm going to Toronto because he sent out an Instagram post on Saturday. All it was was the LA logo. And then the news broke. Dodgers sign Otani. Yeah. $700 million. And you and I are going to break down this contract. We have learned a lot about it. We're going to talk about it, but okay. I, I said it on this show that I would love to have Otani on my team, but I did not think that it was a smart idea to sign him. And at the time we were spitting around, you know, 500, 500,000 mm-hmm. <laughs> or 500 million. Yep. And I was saying that was too much. Well, and then you, you sent me a text and you went 600. Because that's what the Cubs were in on. You were like him. insane. Yeah. Because the Cubs all but said that they would offer him 600. Then San Francisco comes out and they make it well known. No matter what anybody offers him, they'll outbid. They'll outbid. Yeah. But I think, oh, man, there's so much to unpack with this. Let's talk about San Francisco again in a second because I want to talk about that too. Back to the Dodgers. They signed him $700 million. It is an insane amount of money. 
I would, you know, I'm, I'm not in Dodger management and this is not my money. I would not have done that. I think that they overpaid because now they put themselves in a position. They have to win at least three rings, I think, because they've already got one in this decade. You win four-year dynasty. They have to be a dynasty by the end of the, of the, of the decade, I think. And his contract goes into the next decade. But that doesn't mean that I'm mad that he's here. You know, bottom line is they did it. It's done. Right. You know, he passed a physical. And at this point in time, we're just thinking, okay, they spent everything on Otani. This is did what we they, have. though? <laughs> well, you, 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 there are layers to this contract. So the when the rumors come out that there's going to be, def, you know, deferred money is nothing new. Right. You know, Freddie Freeman's got deferred money. Mookie Betts has deferred money. But we're talking about, like, I think Mookie's got, like, 20-something, maybe 30-something million deferred. Uh, Freddie's got quite a bit. He's got, like, 50-something deferred. And the reason that he fired his agents is because of the, his contract, the way that they did it. Because if you work out all the deferred money, it would have somehow, some way, been close or similar to what Atlanta was offering him. And he didn't want to leave Atlanta. So his crew got fired, but I think he has like fifty-six million or something like that deferred. It came out; it broke by Jeff Passan, who is generally pretty pretty spot on. And again, this is without seeing any details. That he was gonna defer six hundred and eighty million of his contract, and I'm like, no freaking way! Like. I immediately am like, okay, where's the collective bargaining agreement? I got to look at this. Looked at it. They can defer however much they want over however long they want. So with that being said, Bobby Bonilla? Bonilla, yeah, Bonilla. the Mets guy. Uh, he's the most famous example. So the former slugger earning $1.19 million annually from the New York Mets from 2011 through 2035. Yeah. And, you know, he was a player from the early 90s. But, you know, you look at that, it's like, okay, one point something million, whatever. Cool. Yeah. 680 million over 10 years. That's what it's going to break down to. Or it's like nine and a half years or something like that. So now it's like, okay, did they do that so that they can spend more money on other players. I thought that, okay, well, that's kind of genius. But if you peel that layer back, it's not as, not really. <laughs> because they still have, um, you know, they were, I want to say 40, I'm going off memory on all this because I don't have all this shit pulled up. I got a lot of notes on here, but I don't have this on my phone. I think they were 45 million under the luxury tax last couple years. And, you said something on a podcast one time, you know, where, well, they're big spenders and this and that. Yeah, they put out, Bauer got a big contract, Betts got a big contract, um, Freeman got a big contract, but they've been, they've not been the top spender the last few years. One could argue that they were getting ready to do what they just did because Otani's been around since 17. Padres, Mets, Yankees, those have been our big spenders. So it's like, okay, they did that to stay under the luxury tax. And if you pull the contract apart, because 
I think it still valuates for I want to say around forty six million or something like that. So right now, from twenty twenty four to twenty thirty three, he's going to earn two million bucks under contract with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So as far as the Dodgers are concerned, they're only paying him two million bucks. Correct. Okay. He makes somewhere around forty fifty million just in endorsements. Yeah. So I, I think it's close to fifty. Yeah. But if you look at the competitive balance tax, that CBT that I was telling you about a minute mm-hmm. ago, um, they're still going to be held for around forty-six million. So they're gonna they're gonna hit the luxury tax. They're already over it now, but now sources are saying that they're going after Yamamoto, and they took Otani, Betts, Freeman, and Smith to meet him at Dodger Stadium. That's probably going to be three hundred million, and. You know, I can see them going after maybe one more. They're going to have to trade. That's what it comes down to. They're not going to be able to, like, I can see them spending money on Yamamatsu, but just those two players alone, it's going to put them over. Even though they're not responsible for $680 million for another decade, they're still responsible for $46 million every year on, on Otani. So if they were 45 under, now they're a million over. Anybody new that they add is going to put them that much over the luxury tax. So anybody new that they add now is going to have to be a trade, which kind of upsets me a little bit because I want them to re-sign Kike Hernandez. They signed Hudson to a minor league deal, so it's on their books. That way, in case a pitcher goes down in the bullpen, they need somebody, they can just they can put him up because I think he's only... His contract it was it was, it wasn't very much. It was like either two million where he's at if he gets called up four million, mm-hmm. something like that. But now you look at Kike Hernandez; they're probably not going to be able to resign him unless they just do like a one year deal, like they did with Joe Kelly. I think the last time we talked about Joe Kelly, he was gone. They wound up resigning him. Yeah. I think they gave him like nine million bucks. They really like him. I'd like him to do something like that for Kike. Don't know if they will or not. But now the rumor is they're trying to get that pitcher out of Tampa Bay, and they're willing to trade DeLuca and Pepiot. Pepiot is that kid pitcher I was telling you about. He, oh. I think he had a no-hitter through seven innings last year. He, Yeah, he, he's going to be good. I don't know how I feel about that. Because, like, I know that they got a good farm system, but, yeah, you know. Anyway, <laughs> here's what I got on this. So, again, $2 million from 2024 to 2033 is what the Dodgers are responsible for. From 2034 to 2043, $68 million bucks. Mm-hmm. But he's no longer an active player, so that's not going to get taxed against, or that's not going to get put against the luxury tax. The competitive balance tax. That's just, it, it, it becomes a bill. They had to open up an escrow account and put a certain amount of money in there. I don't know what it is. I want to say it's like 40-something million. They had to open up an escrow account and start feeding that so that when 2034 um, gets here, they've already got some funding in there, and like that's how they're going to pay him. So you realize that escrow account's going to be making interest. Yeah. And so as they continue every year to put money in there, they're actually going to be 
making money off of it. Yeah, it's an investment. Yeah. Yeah, so. Now, I might be wrong. I heard this. I did not verify it. I heard Otani's contract was really like 400 something. No, it it was. You're 100% correct. Yeah, it's like 460, 463. Something like that. And that the 700 is the included interest over time. Because as Otani's smart. So he did this. Instead of going, <clears throat> instead of just saying, all right, you know, I want 400 million over 10 years, to say, no, I, I rather have you pay me on the back end. Put the money in an escrow account, make it gain some interest. You'll make some money off of it, right? Um, but he's taking that four hundred and he's investing it in a sense, so that it turns to seven hundred million in the long run, right? And but, taking a small draw out of it. It's like playing the freaking lottery in a sense. And, and I would imagine that by the time that that decade rolls around, he's probably not going to be living in the state of California. So then he's not going to have the California income tax on it. Yeah. That's my pure speculation. True. So, and it's, it's, this is not speculation. This isn't, oh, we're hearing. No, this is 100% being reported. Otani and his camp came up with this idea and they presented it to the Dodgers. Like, this is his brainchild. Yeah. I'd be curious to see how the collective bargaining agreement moves forward be very curious if they don't put some some red tape on it to where stuff like this can't happen. Now, we're telling you that the Giants were going to out they wanted to outbid anybody, including the Dodgers. This is not official news. This is just what, you know, you, you I think Ken Rosenthal maybe reported this like it wasn't Passan. But he is reporting that it is possible and most likely the reason he didn't choose San Francisco is not, you know, because, I mean, you get to, to Japan just as quick as you can, you know, from San Francisco and L.A. Mm-hmm. There's really no difference. It wasn't the, the, you know, necessarily the competition because, you know, San Francisco is in a rebuild right now. But, you know, San Francisco has proven over and over again that they could win a, win a championship, you know, with a wild card team. The reason is because he doesn't like the city. It's dirty. Uh, you know, just you look at the news. I'm not going to get political with it, but you look at the political landscape around San Francisco. Not very positive. It's crumbling. It's, yeah. it's coming down, sadly. Yeah. Like Los Angeles, he doesn't have to move. He lives, I think, in Orange County somewhere. So does his, uh, oh, what's his name? It's his, his interpreter lives in LA and I guess his interpreters live there for like 17 years or something like that. Or yeah, they don't have to move. He's lived there for a long time. And I think from my understanding, that was a part of it as well is that his interpreter loves where he is. And it's not just an interpreter. He's like a confidant in a sense. Family. Yeah. You know, and he actually gets, um, this was part of his contract too. Um, yeah, I haven't taken you to Dodger Stadium yet, have I? Nope. Okay, well, the club level, 
there's these suites up there, like beautiful suites, beautiful suites. I got restrooms and like refrigerators and like bars and like you name it. anything you need is in this suite. And then you walk down a couple steps. There's like, you know, three or four rows of seating, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just. They have know. that here at Phoenix. Yeah. But I'm, these are state of the art. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. He gets one while he's under contract. One whole suite belongs to him. So it's for his interpreter and his crew, his family, friends or whatever, because he's got a girlfriend down here, goes back and forth to Japan. Family goes back and forth to Japan, but it was mainly for his interpreter and that that crew of people. Otani lives. I want to see where he lives. I think he lives in Orange County. Uh, He lives... Yeah, he lives in Irvine. Irvine's right off the 5 and the 405. So no matter how you wanted to get to L.A., you can get there. You know, little little hack. Some of the easiest ways to bypass some of that 5 traffic, you still got to end up on the 5. If you take the 405 up to the 605 and let it drop you off there. I've, you know, I've done that before. It don't matter. That's I'm just, I'm, you know, speaking out my ass now. He, he doesn't have to move. His interpreter doesn't have to move. So Los Angeles, the location, huge selling point. Not to mention, we wanted to be a competitive, have a competitive advantage. They're always in the hunt. Like, they've made the playoffs whether they've won the West, I think all but one or two times in the last 11 or 12 years, or they wind up in, in the wild card spot. I think they won 106 games as a wild card for crying out loud. That was that year that them and Frisco were going neck to neck. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith. That's a pretty impressive four right there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, it was funny. I heard that, uh, even though Otani signed with L.A., they were still not the front runner for World Series. They are now. They are today. Are they today? Yeah, they passed. Uh, they passed Atlanta. Did they really? And and Houston, or not Houston, Texas. Huh. I it, sent you something on. Uh, it's not even close now. <clears throat> I and I think what's feeding that is because now there's talks that they're likely going to get Yamamoto and they're likely getting that dude out of Florida. So they're going to have a decent, you know, even without Otani pitching, they're going to have some decent pitching this season because they needed a couple pitchers. They're going to have a couple pitchers. They can still, you know, if they've got to do a bullpen game a week, it was the best bullpen in, in the National League <laughs> last year. Better than Atlanta's. So I'm I, I, I know I'm I'm I go back and forth on this, like where because I didn't want to sign him for that much money. And whether he's worth that much money or not, it's one of those things it's a remains to be seen. I think it's an awful lot, and I got a couple, <laughs> a couple, couple numbers here. So, do you do you see that video I sent you on how much uh, 
opening day tickets are costing? 900 bucks for like a nosebleed seat. 900 bucks. That'll go down. It'll level out. But those are just like the opening day ones. That's crazy. And do they open against the Cubs? No, Diamondbacks. They open against the Diamondbacks? Yeah. Okay. Or is it the Cardinals? Oh, maybe it's the Cardinals. Yeah. I thought it was... Hold on. I think they open against the Cardinals, and then they have the Giants right after that. Because I'm, I'm going to be at a Giants game. April 1st, I think. I'll be at that one. Oh, it is Cardinals. Yeah. I stand corrected. All right, so get this. The Dodgers, if you just look at this as a $700 million contract, forget the deferred money. The Dodgers are set to pay Shohei Otani more in 2024 than eight MLB franchises will pay their entire roster. Yeah, um, I want to say that the owner of the Colorado Rockies is worth $700 million. The owner. Yeah. So Otani would get, if if this was a face value contract, $70 million a year. Guardians' entire roster, their payroll 66.8. Sorry, they're not the Guardians. They're the Indians. The Marlins, 65.9. Royals, 65.4. Brewers, who are a contender, 61.6. Uh, the Reds, 59.9. Pirates, 54.2. Orioles, division winner. Contender, 42.8. And the A's, which none of this should surprise anybody, 38.6. I make more money than the A's. <laughs> Obviously, I'm, that's a joke, but you, you get what I mean. If you break down $70 million a year, this will make you sick. That's $5.83 million a month. $1.45 million a week, $207,000 a day, $8,630 an hour, $143 a minute, and $2.39 a second. So the amount of time that it takes us to record a podcast, this dude's made almost ten grand. That's the kind of money that this guy just <laughs> got handed. Yeah, that's insane. Do you think, sir, that he's worth it? I don't know. I don't either. I think that's. Uh, I think that remains to be seen. Yep. I know everybody that I've talked to that's a Dodger fan. There's no real middle reaction. Everybody is either super excited that we landed Otani. Or they're pissed that we signed him for seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, but reality is seven hundred million, even seven hundred million. You know, it's only half taxes. Taxes are a bi, right? Which is maybe why he wanted so much of it deferred because of California. He's going to get pillaged and plundered with California state tax. Mm-hmm. You defer that and you move. Um. Oh, move to Florida where there's no income? Because I worked for a company out of Santa Monica, but I was working in Arizona, or I was living in Arizona. But I worked for the company out of California. My insurance, California, everything came out of California. 
But you know I what's did. funny about that? Same with my company, but it's not out of California. So I have Arizona insurance, even though I'm a California company. But you don't have to pay California state income tax. I do not. I pay Arizona. So this dude, you know, in 2033, 2034, he is going to hightail it out of California. Yeah. Hightail it. I wonder how that works if he ends up going back home, say, overseas, right? Yeah. How's that work? I don't know. Genius move, though. Good <clears throat> good for him for, for doing that for himself. Like, you can't be mad at him for going out and getting paid because you knew people were going to throw a lifetime contract on him. Like, the closest person to him is Mike Trout. Angel signed him for 400 and something. Yeah, he's nowhere in the ballpark. Right, that is the closest person to him. But now I'm getting, again, just you get lost in the in the Google machine, you know, ESPN, MLB, Twitter, you know, Facebook, you get lost in all these sites because now you're seeing there's a lot of other basketball stars that are pissing, moaning, and groaning because international people are coming over and getting paid this kind of money. And I'm not going to say any names just because I... You know, you know why I'm not going to say any names. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, I'll, we'll have we'll save that announcement for the end. <laughs> I don't. I, oh, this we don't need to get a strike. This person's <laughs> a known whiner and complainer, anyway. Yeah, and we don't need uh, we don't need our first strike before we've launched our first. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, all that matters is if if you can prove you're worth it. That's all that matters. I land in the same thing. And I said that I think twice already. I'll say it one last time. If they get a few rings out of this, then it was worth it. Right. Not from a well, financial. Well, that's everything he wants. He's, yeah. he's like the biggest competitor there is. Well, that's all any baseball player wants. That's all any baseball fan wants. Like, you know, there's money in sponsorships and things like that. Like, you, if you can get like an Anheuser-Busch to come on as a sponsor in your stadium... Dodgers are making money from them. Right. You know, they get a piece of, you know, vendors. And, you know, if somebody wants to put, like, you know, once upon a time it was uh, Golden Brewing. They were the they were the official beer, uh, one of them. They had a couple. They were one of the official beers of Dodger Stadium. That and Estrella. Now it's Cutwater. Cutwater outbid Golden Brewing. Same thing with the hot dogs. You know, Farmer John was the hot dog as far my my entire life. Farmer John was the official hot dog for Dodger Stadium, and now it's I think Vienna or something. Someplace starts with a V. You know, money. <laughs> They're making money hand over fist. Yeah. So the players could give. You know, once they get their contract, I you know some of them probably get comfortable, but for the most part, they're playing baseball to win the World Series. It's what they want to do. It's what the managers want to do. It's what the GMs want to do. The investment group, the people that own them, they could worry about the money as far as they're concerned. Andrew Friedman wants rings. Dave Roberts wants rings. Betts and Freeman got paid. They want rings. They, yeah. They've got one ring. Freeman won on that crew, but Betts was. But the next year, Freeman got his ring. They get three more rings 
four championships in a decade, that's a dynasty, then it's worth it. Because I think the winning team for the World Series, I think they have to distribute, I want to say it's only like $35, 40000000 to distribute to the whole team. Now, I say only, like, you know, that's not a lot of money to me and you. That's, you know, we're set. But, like, you know, for an entire team, it's really not that much. And I think the network pays it. I think I can make $35 million last a couple of years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a, just a couple. If they don't win multiple rings this decade, then it's a bust. Yeah, they gambled the wrong way. Yeah. It's a bust, and then here's what's going to happen. He does have a kill switch. Yeah, he is able to get out. Yeah. Did you did you see what the kill switch was? No. Um, if the if Friedman and there's one other guy is an executive, I think he's a president. So if Friedman and this other dude, if they leave the organization, he could opt out. Interesting. Yeah. So. <laughs> You like conspiracies, here's one for you. Say six, seven years go by and they don't win any rings. Friedman's going to get himself fired. Otani's still young enough, he could opt out, go find his money elsewhere. They're only responsible for that season. So all, you know, they'll have to pay him the deferred money. Not all of it, though. Not the 680. Right. Whatever he ended up playing. Something like, you know, let's just say it's six seasons. Like, you know, if he's at 46, whatever the difference between that and 70 million is, they'll owe him that. Hmm. But they're not going to owe him the entire 680. So let the conspiracies begin on that one if they don't win. Justin Turner had an interesting tweet. Um, he's a Red Sox now, former Dodger. His interesting tweet was, because like the first time, it's like he was happy for Otani, happy for the Dodger fan base that you know they're getting this guy. Um, and he even put in a little like, one time they were absolutely hammering the Mets, like hammered them. Justin Turner came and he closed out the inning, ninth inning. He pitched. Our third baseman pitched. <laughs> um, three hitters, three outs. Went three and out. His ERA is 0.00. <laughs> he tweeted that right underneath it. He goes, happy for the for Otani, happy for the entire Dodger da- fan base. And then he did an under tweet, says, but let the record show I still have a 0.00 ERA. <laughs> he tweeted something after the deferment details came out. Just a little winky face emoji says, well, I guess the next owners can figure it out. LOL. So there's almost a little bit of shade being t- being thrown that way. I think it's genius. It can be, but it can also be disaster. How? If it doesn't go the way that you hope it goes. Oh, and then you're on the line for all that you're money. You're on yeah. the line. Yeah. Paying for some. What if he gets injured? <clears throat> yeah. 
I mean, Dodgers I, don't have that kind of kill switch unless he goes and he pulls a. Uh, a I mean, Julio I don't know. Urias. I don't know. I don't know the full contract. Maybe there's something in there, right? I don't know. Yeah. Are they still going to pay him sixty-eight million dollars if he's out one year because of an injury? I, I mean, I would imagine there would have to be a career ender. Well, that's what I'm saying like you tear your Achilles or something, right? Running around the bases. Mm. That I would. That's a that's a year long. Re- yeah, they're still rehab. responsible for that. They are still responsible for that money. I would. I'm. I'm thinking. You know, and from what I understand, he's a stand up guy. He's had the same girlfriend for a long time. Dedicated to her. Dedicated to his family. Doesn't get in any trouble. Very very stand up dude. Respectful guy. I don't see him pulling a Julio and going off and roughing up some chick. Yeah, but, you know, once you're a Dodger, what happens behind closed doors <laughs> eh, stays behind, does not stay behind closed doors. I'm about to say, no, because on one hand, you had some guy who thought he was Christian Gray from Fifty Shades. Yes. Super freak in the bedroom. Not illegal. Just wasn't very wise. <laughs> You know, considering you got what is a San Diego locker room rat. Like, put two and two together on that one, buddy. You know, I'm going to stand up for him and just be like, listen, you may have had a couple of fun drinks, may not have all kind of been there in the head at the moment because you were impaired. You never know. I just think he's a freak. He's a, he's a Christian Gray. He likes what is it? What what is it called when you have a um, a dom and a, a dominant person and a submissive person? What's that called? I just call it Fifty Shades. You call it Fifty Shades. Yeah, we'll call it Fifty Shades. Okay, well, let's go with Fifty Shades. He's into that stuff. A lot of people are into that stuff. So you don't have to have alcohol impairment. That's just what no, he's into. You can get with Rihanna and have a little S and M. Yeah. S S S. But if I'm worth it, his contract was three hundred something million bucks. If I'm if I've got a contract worth three hundred something million bucks, and some chick tells me to punch her in the face, and then that same chick. On another occasion, says, choke me out. You would absolutely do it. I'm no, depending I'm, <laughs> on what this chick looked like, right? And how she was. You're in the moment. Come on. Come on. You're in the moment, bro. She was with Clevenger and she was with Tatis. I'm She's just got saying. A, she has a reputation of being a locker room rat. She is baiting right? somebody. And, and she might be a really good rat. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not punching. Well, number one, I'm not into the whole punching, choking thing anyway. Um, that's another podcast that's well, not even going to be too... Yeah, lo- no, that yeah. punching's not... No, but, I mean, choking's... That that really adds a lot to the... Yeah, she wanted to be choked out. She baited him and he fell for it. Because he's in the moment. She's not like a Jennifer Aniston. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at that point because if you're in the moment, right? Okay. All right. I, 
I'm sorry to get a little personal here. <laughs> here we go. But we're going to have to get a little personal to, to understand this. Have you ever just hypothetically, have you ever been in the mix and you're... But before the agreement was don't leave it in, you pull. My mother listens to this show. <laughs> no, I'm just saying... I'm just... I'm saying, I know what you're talking about. Right. In the, in, but then yes. in the moment, that person changes their mind. No, 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 leave it in. What do you do? Do you, do you, no, you're do you go, well, no, no, you originally said I need to pull. I'm pulling. No, you're in the moment. It, you're in the moment and I, you, and you, nine months later, you know, the fruits of your labor. Potentially, happen. potentially, yeah. hypothetically. Okay, we're going to say hypothetically. Yeah. But you get in the moment. That's what I'm saying. Is that your mind changes when you're in the moment. You're not thinking correctly when you're in the moment. No, I understand that. I guess I separate the two being that one of them is like punching somebody in the face. That's not a sexual thing. No, well, everybody's got their boundaries, right? Yeah. And there's some people that'd be like, hell yeah, I'll punch you in the face, right? And then there's other people that have morals and be like, you're a lady. I can't do that. Yeah. But if I just happen to, if I shoot and hit it in your face, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you know what? I mean? Yeah. You know, it just. It, it, I understand what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with it. Okay. In the moment is and, in the moment. And I'm really trying to not cross that fine we, line. We crossed it three minutes ago, so you might as well just keep going. <laughs> well, I didn't. I. I, I, I <laughs> I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> I just wish the dude didn't punch her. Yeah. Because I think the choking out, if it was just choking out, that is one of those things that... Um, Intensifies. Yeah, and, and I think it's a little bit easier to avoid what happened to him. I don't think he goes to court, all that jazz. Yeah. I don't think he gets suspended. I, you know, but rough, roughing her face up. And from what I understand, like when he hit her, he didn't leave any of the marks. So one could speculate she added to it. You know what I mean? That wouldn't surprise me, but still. He should have just used his forearm and knocked her ass out. (laughs) He should have just not freaking (laughs) took her home. (laughs) Smell this. Does it smell like chloroform? (laughs) (laughs) He was a damn good pitcher, man. Still is a damn good pitcher. And, man, I would love to have him as a Dodger now. Weird dude. We were very, very close to him during warm-up. Yeah. That is a weird dude. Off TV as well. You know, we saw him on TV. He's weird and he's neurotic. But off TV, like, he just, he's got this, he puts off this weird vibe. I don't know if he was just in the zone. I don't know. I mean, he was in the zone, but still, it was just, it was awkward. It wasn't like. I think a pitcher's different than somebody like in the outfield. Because in the outfield, there's no zone. You're just chilling, waiting for a ball to come your way. Right? Yeah. But when you're a pitcher, you got a lot on your mind. But he threw a strike from foul post to foul post. Remember that? Yeah. They started off. That just, guy could throw. Yeah, they started off real close to one another. Him and the bullpen catcher. Bullpen catcher would keep. Taking a few steps back, 
And then he was, you know, right in front of us, like literally like, you know, 10 feet in front of us. Catcher was on the other foul post and he wound up and he darted that thing and he threw a perfect strike from foul post to foul post. And me and you both looked at each other and were like, whoa, (laughs) that's impressive. That's why he got paid the big bucks. Yeah, we got off on Otani and we started talking about Christian Gray. Anyway, I agree. Otani's got to win to make it worth it. Win and you're in, lose and you're a joke. I think it's hard in baseball, though. Can one player really make that? I mean, one player can make a difference. But can he make enough difference that you're going to the World Series? One player. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I think, yeah, I don't think so. I just, I think and it, he, he's talented. Well, and here's the other thing. It's hard because he is international. So, so what he, do, what does he do? Huh? Ha. Ha. <laughs> yeah. No, I like, mean like Cody Bellinger, for example, he can change people's moods. Yeah. The guy's always upbeat. He's always in a good mood. Um, the locker room changed dramatically in Chicago when Cody got signed. Um, Cause Cody's a leader, right? But he's also a really good guy. And so funny as hell cares about other people. Yeah. Silly, funny. Um, can Otani do that? Can he influence other people to be as good? Maybe, maybe more competitive, but I mean, he I don't a, know how much English he knows. He's got an interpreter, so he can't know that much. No, but he had a locker room celebration um, or a dugout celebration that he would do if he hit a home run. So he he would have fun with his teammates. Um, from what I understand, him and Trout were tight. You know, they couldn't have a very specific conversation with one another well, without an interpreter you know, there. Asian fish. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I have an announcement to make regarding this show at the end, and you're just digging it in. Anyway, Otani and Michael Trout <laughs> were very tight. And it was kind of fitting that at the, the World Baseball Classic this year, the final at-bat was Otani versus Trout. It was it was actually quite fitting. And I think, you know, they're, they were competitive and they both wanted their team to win. But I think Trout was proud for Otani because, again, every report indicates this is a stand-up, respectful dude who just wants to play and win. You know, you got somebody like a Freddie Freeman and a Mookie Betts on your team. I mean, they're like Mike Trout. They're just positive dudes. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, they, they showed up at a – you know, at a sales pitch for another pitcher because the guy's Japanese because these two used to play together and now they can play with each other again. Skew. <laughs> God, if we only had video right now. <laughs> We've kind of exhausted the Otani talks. Bottom line, he's a Dodger. He's going to be a Dodger for a while. Um, and he's gonna make a shitload of money. Yeah, One that guy's gonna be a billionaire, that's for sure. Between endorsements and a seven hundred million dollar contract, he'll be worth the at least a bill by the end of it. 
Oh. Before we make our announcement, do you uh you got anything else going on? Yeah, uh, I'm lost with this announcement. So Oh, you'll pick it up in a minute. Conversation we had two nights ago. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um I thought I did, but my mind is escaping me because you start I'm starting to be on the downward slide because I'm getting tired. Well, four o'clock in the morning was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Twenty hours ago, almost. What is it? Eleven something? Eleven almost midnight. Almost midnight. Okay, so our original sponsor was Anchor. Anchor was gobbled up by Spotify. Spotify handles our publishing. We don't make a dime from them. They just they publish our show for us. So they did basically the same thing that Anchor did. The difference between Spotify and Anchor, Anchor was on the hunt for ad revenue for us. They would they actually had a program in place to go capture ad revenue. Um, you'll notice that uh, we've never read any ads in this show because, well, early on, we didn't have any ad revenue. <laughs> Was that Griffin? I think Griffin just farted. <laughs> I thought it was you. <laughs> and I was just going to keep going. Wow. Good boy. Um, we got a invite to join YouTube. Here's what that means. It doesn't mean we're under contract for YouTube. It doesn't mean that YouTube is a sponsor of the show. It means that... We have been invited to create a channel to publish the audio of our show onto. People from YouTube are going to review this audio. And depending on how many listeners, subscribers, etc., tune into this show, YouTube will then take care of the ad revenue for us. I, we've never talked to loose screws business on this before, this first time. But the bottom line is it's going to come down to how many people subscribe to the channel, how many people actually listen to the show on YouTube. So whatever your platform is that you use now, whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Prime, whatever, there's we're on like eight or nine different platforms. Keep listening to however is convenient for you, but if you could also give us a subscription like on YouTube, once we get that channel open, we'll probably have more information for you next week. And if you you know you find yourself around the house, say you're cleaning up or something, you've got YouTube app on your Apple TV, just play the show, just let it play. You've already heard it because you listened to it in your car on Apple Podcasts. That's cool. Play the show on YouTube. Let's get some activity built up and let's try to grow that audience because there's a lot of people who don't they don't have podcast apps. They legitimately listen to podcasts on YouTube. YouTube is a video service, but there's a lot of podcasts out there that have their their audio there. And that's what it's going to be. It is going to start out. You'll just you'll see our you know our little two loose screws logo. And it's just going to be audio. There's not going to be much video. We are looking at adding some video content. Is that your shocked? No, I just dropped the mic. 
<laughs> yeah, we're looking at adding some video content and and up in our game in that area, but it would be just, you know, little segments, like little two, three minute segments or whatever, or little fun things or Maybe, you know, Mrs. Andrews is over here getting her eyelashes done and Mr. War was like, hey, I, I, I want to try this drink. And then you, you know, sweet talk when your kids into videotaping like a drink reaction. Possible or maybe get Griffin farting I don't or know. Griffin farting <laughs> or what would be radio or radio would be video gold is watching me and you play each other on the Xbox, the UFC thingamajig. Ah, that that's been a day or two, huh? Yeah, and it's gonna be another day or two. I don't feel like doing it tonight either. But man, if you can get some video of us doing that, we uh, we get into it. I guess all I'm asking you to do is just look us up here in about another week on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. It will be a free subscription. And then you know, if if you find yourself on YouTube, play our show. Um. Don't be surprised if some ads start showing up and then if some of those ads roll over to here and, you know, bottom line is like, I hate ads just like everybody else, but, you know, yes, it's a passion project, but, you know, we're also looking at making some money into this. So if you start getting some ads, show the, show the ads some love. We'll try to get some good ones for you. But as far as YouTube is concerned, we don't have control over what ads are shown. So if it's a product that we don't necessarily endorse, not our fault, we didn't, uh, we didn't go out and grab them. YouTube did, and we're not going to raise a stink about it because at the end of the day, we just don't care that much. <laughs> you know, if you, you know, if there's a political ad that, that YouTube wants to play in our show, whatever. I don't really care. I think everybody kind of figured out which, which side of the plate we swing on. <laughs> we're just not going to talk about it on the show. But we will try to find some really cool services out there that we can sell you. On this side of the show. So what does joining YouTube mean for the two loose screws? Um, are we going to clean our act up a little bit? No. We, just, we don't know how to. Like it, at this I point, thought I was getting clean. <laughs> but then it just flushed right down the toilet today. It started out okay. No, we have subconsciously talked about like Maybe we need to filter some of the uh, the content that we talk about, or at least some of the language. And uh, it's a, it's you know it's turned into a subconscious thing. Sometimes you you get into it, and you know things come out. YouTube does not necessarily screen us on the language, but they will screen on content. And it's basically a three strike system. And I think we danced dangerously close to that tonight. <laughs> okay, I I want to turn this around for a second. Okay, you called me yesterday and asked me a question, and I couldn't answer it because I I didn't know. But then yesterday, I, wasn't it yesterday? I don't know. I, why. Yeah, yeah, it was last night. I called you last night. It was last night. Was it last night? Yeah, know. it was last night. Let's pretend it was the night before. I still don't remember. No, I think it was last night. Last night you were at Fry's, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you called me. Yeah. And you asked me a question about said toilet paper. Okay. And I was like, I don't know. So we've been kind of spoiled because we get 
go to Costco and you buy these massive toilet paper things, right? Yeah. And so what happens when you run out? You need to go to the store and, well, shit, Costco's closed. Yeah, shit, Costco's closed. What kind of toilet paper is good nowadays? Right. Because I've been wiping my hiney with Costco paper for the last 20 years. (laughs) Right, same here. And so you asked me, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I remember there used to be like, you know, four selections of toilet paper and it didn't take up a whole aisle. This took up two sides. Toilet paper. And just like, I got a sensory overload and I was like, I know what used to be good. Is it still good or is there better options? What, like is this Charmin? I've, I, I think growing Cottonelle. up. Cottonelle. Cottonelle and Quilted Northern Angel quilted Soft. Quilted Northern, yeah. I, don't, I, I ain't even heard of a Quilted Northern. Northern. <laughs> but they were right next to the Charmin. And I look at things like they're in tiers, right? Like you're going to put the best stuff here. And like as you go down the aisle, it gets cheaper and cheaper. Because like the Scots, which is basically, you know, thin sandpaper, was at the very end. And it kind of starts like the most expensive. And then it kind of gets cheaper as you go down. And Charmin was not the most expensive one. What is the deal with this quilted northern? Hmm. I kind of want to try it just to say I did. But then, you know, some toilet papers, they clog up your shit. Figuratively and literally. Hmm. And like, you know, I don't want to sit there and just like, that's what I remember about Charmin. It's like, yeah, Charmin, it was, you know, good quality, but, you know, better keep a plunger by. So let me ask you what. Which did you choose? Oh, I went with the Kirkland because you offered it. <laughs> you said, I don't know, but I know I got a thing at Kirk- Kirkland and I can meet you in five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it was. And I thought about it for a second. I thought, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll do that. We'll just grab the big old Kirkland thing. Next time I go to Costco, I'll grab an extra one and I'll give it back to you. So we were supposed to meet at Taco Bell. Yeah, we were, but then I forgot. I forgot my soup inside, right. so I was like, "I'm gonna go get the soup." Okay. So I go and I get the soup. Now, full disclosure, he and I, you know, for safety reasons, we have each other's locations in case something happens to us, and you know, somebody needs to find a body. I did not pull the find my iPhone feature on my phone. I didn't have to. I I. Honestly, I don't ever pull that. I only pulled it the one time. The one time because when you were this? when you were stuck on the 241. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were stuck on the 241. I found out from Dawn. That's right. And by the time that I realized what had happened, you were already <laughs> home. Cuz I was okay. like cuz I was I was concerned that like, you know, why didn't he freaking call me? I could have got Peg and Steve down there quick fast and in a hurry to take care of your kids. They didn't need to be on the side of a freaking freeway. But you taking care of business, so I was like, whatever, cool. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't have to find that feature or open up that feature to 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 see where you were. Because we were going to meet at Taco Bell. Yeah. But when I came, you know, I said, "Shoot, I got to run in here really quick. Just, you know, I'll meet you at Taco Bell." Hang tight. We did meet at Taco Bell. Yes. But it wasn't the one that was the halfway point. It was the one in the Fry's parking lot where I was. 
because I walked out of that grocery store after forgetting my soup and I'm walking to my truck and I just hear <laughs> it got louder and progressively louder <laughs> and I thought oh he's driving the asshole full disclosure uh, asshole is what we call the um, what is it the official name it's a 1929 Ford Model A rat rod. Yeah, he's an asshole. The license plate of this car, well, we probably don't need to give your license plate away, but it's an insult to this car. Yes. Anyway. Well, I mean, we could probably say what the definition is. What's the definition? Well, let me, let's pull it up. Okay. You want to give me, I think that's better. Because the only definition I have is just a major asshole. <laughs> Uh, I, extremely unpleasant. Uh, morally bad, wicked. <laughs> that is the definition. That is the definition. Car. Morally bad, wicked, uh, extremely unpleasant, uh, foul, nasty. Well, I mean, you look at this car and you know that fuckery is afoot. Not only that, you listen to this car. He overtakes everything. Uh, so there's there's a reason why I like it this way. Oh, it's super cool. Yes, but I look at it like this. This car is very small. It's a it's a Hot Wheels of a car. Very much so. And it's dark, and when it's laid out at night, you can't see it. You just can't. Um, but kind of like a motorcycle, like Harley's, right? You want to be heard. So if you can't be seen, you can at least be heard. And so that's part of the reason that I like, I've got straight headers on this thing. And so I'm, I'm heard. If you can't find me, you definitely can hear me. Yep. So that's what I like about it. I'm probably one day going to put a regular exhaust on it and uh, be able to switch between open headers and a nice exhaust because it's pretty rough when you got to wake up at four in the morning and uh, you want to start your car, but you know, you're going to wake up everybody in the neighborhood. That's when you're the asshole. <laughs> it's super cool car, but bottom line is I walked out of the grocery store and I could hear you from what I can only guess to be probably, what, three and a half, four miles away? Oh, not that far. Progress uh, I, I'm going to say mile, mile and a half at the most. Well, but you got to go down, then turn, then come up. And so... You think you heard me down power? I know I heard you down power. I heard you turn on Williamsfield. Huh. So I heard you were get, you were quiet, and then you got louder, and then I couldn't hear anything because you were at the light. And then I could tell when the light turned and you turned left. And then you got closer. So I just literally. Well, the, the crazy thing out. is I absolutely broke the law because and I didn't do it on purpose. Um, usually I can gauge my speed by how loud my car is. But I had my headphones in. My AirPods and I forgot they had noise canceling. 
So what normally sounds like 45 miles an hour with noise canceling is 70 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. That's one of those uh, squirrel moments we have where it's like, what were we talking about? YouTube, subscribe to us. We'll give you the tag next week. It'll be all set up. Uh, If you have time, you know, listen to us. Stream us once or twice every now and again. Even if you already heard the show, just play it. I don't care if you turn the volume down. Just get us some love on YouTube. Because the more love we get on YouTube, we can start getting paid for this thing. We want to get paid. I like getting paid. Do you like getting paid? Yeah, well, you know, the other thing, too, is it would help maybe get some better equipment, too, down the line. I mean, if we get paid, we're able to upgrade some equipment. That might be nice. Yeah, because... Might sound a little better, too. Yeah, I was fighting with this stuff tonight. It was pissing me off. Pissing me off. But, you know, it's good stuff. It's been good to us, so I'm not going to get too bent out of shape. It just wasn't working how it usually works, and I had to do some stuff and things. And then because my memory was completely loaded, I guess, <laughs> I had to move some stuff off my computer on your little box over there. I, I, I put some stuff on your box. Skim. Yeah, got nothing. I left you speechless, didn't I? Flash drive? Yeah. It's a big flash drive. It's old. It's big. Mm-hmm. That's what they all say. And that's not really a flash drive. That's a hard drive right there, pal. Yeah, I guess. It's it's a giant flash drive. Yeah, well, it's got our, all our crap on it right now because I had to move and make some room. Why not? Well, that's what it's there for. <sighs> Is that all we got? Yeah, I think that's good for today. Do it again? Sometime? Yeah, sometime. Try another Gordon Ramsay. Frozen Delight. We'll try another Gordon Ramsay Frozen Delight, and we will give some love to Taco Bell for bringing back the Double Decker Taco. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you, Taco Bell. That was good. Thank you very much. But those fries. Oh. Grilled cheese fries. Good Lord. I don't know who the person responsible is at Taco Bell now because it's been a few years. I guarantee you they're a pothead. (laughs) So you think they're coercing with Hungry Howie's? No, I just think they're coercing with um, herbal supplementation. Well, you said that the person running Hungry Howie's was a pothead. No doubt. Not doubt in my mind. Hmm. Anyway, we, we, we were trying to exit. Yeah, stage left? Yeah, exit stage left. Right. I am Sean. This is Chris. This is Sean. He is Chris. I don't know. How do you do it? Well, we are the Two Loose Screws. This is the Two Loose Screws podcast. I am Chris. I am Chris. You're you're Chris. You are Sean. I'm Sean. All right. I'll be Sean. Trying to think of a dad joke. (laughs) (laughs) They're evading me at the moment. (laughs) It's all right. Make like Tom and Cruz. Oh, my God. I can make like a baby and head out. Would you like to make like a tree and leave? Oh, for fuck's sake. We're the Two Loose Screws. This is the Two Loose Screws podcast. That is Sean. I am Chris. And we're out.